Alexa, what is the best podcast in the land? Here's pulling back the curtain podcast registered from Amazon Music. Playing the latest episode. This podcast is sponsored by Sumato Coffee. Sumato Coffee believes that coffee should be unique and high quality from bean to cup. Beyond that, it starts to become stale. At Sumato Coffee, they're incredibly concerned and transparent about when your coffee is roasted. That's why they put the roast date right on the bag. Pulling Back the Curtain podcast listeners receive a 20% discount off their order by using promo code BALLERSCOFFEE. To learn more about Sumato Coffee, please visit them at sumatocoffee.com. That's S-U-M-A-T-O-C-O-F-F-E-E.com. What's happening, people, and what you know good? We'd like to thank you for listening and spending your time with us. This is Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast, the most provocative, the most exciting, the baddest, baddest podcast in the land. We come with the dopest topics, hitting with the rawest opinion while giving you the straight-up facts. No fake news here. I'm Jules. I'm Press. We give sight to the blind, ladies and gentlemen. On today's show, we pull back the curtain on our freedom to vote and much, much more. Press, what's poppin', baby? Jules, we are back up in here, man. It's been too damn long. Audience, yes, sir. We apologize. But Jules, man, what the hell's been up, man? Been hard to catch up with this damn guy. Oh, man, dude. Life. Prez, all I can say is life, man. <laughs> hey, man, what my 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 coach? He always he always said, man, it get me working like a recaptured slave. So yeah, it get me working, man. <laughs> just press, just life, man. I mean, my regular nine to five, man. I got the block club party coming up, so getting stuff ready for that. You know, the sump pump went out on me. It's like water in my basement. Ooh. We had the rain, so I got the plumber over here now. I'm up in my wife's uh, office, so. You know, I had to, you know, had to promise her some things so I won't disturb her. And, you know, it's just, man, dude, just life. We're going on a cruise next week, so we're Ooh, getting things right. ready for that. That's right. Where y'all had to get? Man, you know, we just, it's a three-day, a four-day cruise. We just, okay. one stop in Cosmail, but yep. the other couple of days it's on the sea. And I think a day in New Orleans, so, so just a little getaway. Nice. Now, are you guys going to extend it and do anything in New Orleans on the, on the back end? You know what? That's a good idea. I'm not sure. Because my mother-in-law and sister-in-law are going, too, because my mother-in-law turned 70. So it's oh, like a, happy it's like birthday. A, yep. It's like a birthday gift for her. Uh, my wife and I celebrated our anniversary last week, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, it's a lot of stuff going on, man. But that's a good that's- idea, though. Might It might extend. It's just the extra day in New Orleans because it's I like it out there. Dude, it's, it's great, and you can get get a really good uh, deal on a hotel last minute. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Yes, or sir. Might... Or since it's four of y'all, y'all can look into an Airbnb as well. Mm-hmm. Man, them Airbnbs are nice, dude. Bro, that's all I do. I don't even stay in hotels that much no more, man. Airbnb is the way to go, man. You got all the space. Yeah. And sometimes, shit, man. Some of them times they have like pools and grills and stuff and hot tubs. So, man, you just... and it's private, so you can't go wrong. No, man. So. Yeah, we we just looking forward to getting away and just getting on that ship and just just relax for a few days. Now you get on that ship and you fucking behave. Don't be trying to jump off the motherfucking side <laughs> of the room. <laughs> hey, friends, you get worried about me, man, because your boy can't swim, man. You <laughs> <laughs> was seeing these fools on these carnival cruises. I'm like, what they think they can swim in that shit? Like, uh-uh. what are y'all doing? And and my wife and I, we've been watching little documentaries about cruise ships and. 
them sharks and fish, they follow the ship because, you know, they, they throw away the food and, you know, waste goes into the lake, the ocean. So, I mean, if you fall in there, man, you, you ain't never lunch me. Oh, you done for. You done for. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, man. Hey, first of all, I'm glad we back on. Secondly, yeah. man, it sounds like you got a lot of grown people's shit going on. You talking about the, the sump pump, the block club. Cruise, man. That shit sound dope, man. So, listen, at least you got some relaxation time coming up from all oh, the yes, hustle sir. and bustle. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I, man, I just can't wait. But, man, hey, enough about me. Prez, man, what you, what you been on, man? Bro, man, I don't, we don't even have the we don't even have the time <laughs> to even get into that, man. Listen, bro, you you know how it goes, man. I haven't been in freaking five or six states since the last time we got on this show, man. It's just you know it's a grind, but man, enjoying every second of it. Chicago Bears training camp has been going yeah. on. We've been there pretty much every day. Shout out to my boy Justin Fields. Breakout Dude. year coming out. Breakout year coming out. Dude, I hear you and Dub over there, man. Always good stuff, dude. You you guys were going in on on, on, on Packer fans, man. I was I was laughing, you know, so I was rolling <laughs> listening to y'all. Hey, man, fuck them dudes, man. I think you can kind of tell from my uh from my little language in that one. I, I wasn't happy, man. Like we had just got through uh, covering the uh, family fest on Sunday, right? And we posted a video, and the video went viral. And then we had these Packer fans that started, like, coming on the video, talking shit. They were sliding in our DMs, talking shit. And I'm sitting here like, so since when do we hate on y'all quarterback? When Aaron Rodgers was kicking our ass, I ain't say nothing. I just gave props to him. I ain't like the right. guy. But right. shit, real recognizes real. Not Justin mm-hmm. Fields over here making things happen. They over here like, he ain't no quarterback. It's only practice. Where are the fans? I'm sitting up here like, boy, y'all got a lot to say. Why y'all worried about us so much? Mm. They hate, man. Hey, they know it's our time. Oh, bro, it is definitely our time. The they NFC North our time. is ours. Okay. Nobody said it's ours. Uh-oh, we, we, we taking back the North. Man, it's Brian Post told y'all that last year. People was over there kiki when he said it. Okay. What I tell him, what I tell him, Jules, same thing to make you laugh, make you cry. Oh, okay. yeah. Dude, man, that cat been working his tail off. Talk to him. Man, he made moves and, and free agents and draft picks. I, I mean. He kicked that, ass, bro. He dude. Ass. I, I, I can't. You know, as Bears fans, Prez, we always say the next season, next season. But look, I'm I'm enjoying the process of the rebuilding era. You know what I'm saying? We got a dope quarterback. The, the running backs is battling for, you know, saying who's number one. You get. You know, I hear you guys talk about uh, Claypool and, and Dove with Darnell and uh, trying DJ to get Moore. that, man, trying to get those, that, that, that number one, number two receiver spots and they working and, you know, and, and, and Clay, uh, Clay and, and Jackson getting into it because it's, you know, it's, 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 it's preseason. So that's that, that, that stuff you hear and see and you just want to get like, oh, man football is back and we can't you know we can't wait for him to go to, to unleash man listen i can't wait to saturday i'll be out there at soldier field because if i wasn't i'd have been pulling up to your block party but i cannot okay. wait <laughs> to get back out there to soldier field bro can't wait all right and and soldier field they, they're here to stay man just let you know well we'll see we'll see <laughs> <laughs> hey you know i got a funny story for you now i um 
I ran into Brandon Johnson at the Chicago Sky game when Dwayne Wade was there. I think people okay. probably realized Dwayne Wade's now a part owner of the Chicago Sky. Yep. Shout out to him for yep. putting Congrats. his money where his mouth is, right? Because everybody talk a big game about supporting women's sports, but it's a little bit different when you put your money up. And he did Congrats. So. Yes. Sir. But I, I ran into Brandon Johnson. He was leaving the owner's suite. And I said to him, I said, hey, uh, what's going on with them Bears? And he smirked at me. He said, we working. I was like, all right, man. I wanted to tell him. I was like, don't work too hard on that shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> he said, don't work too hard. I, if you have some other stuff to take care of, go ahead and take care of that first. Yeah, yeah that's kind of what I'm, you know, saying. You saw my article. Just let's, there's some other things, you know, I want you to work on now. You know, mm-hmm. that team can go to the birds for all I care. Damn. You know oh man but he you know what I, I like him man he's a personal dude man um Rahm Emanuel and some of the other men's like that man you couldn't really talk to him you couldn't really get too close to him like you know what I'm saying and this guy he he wants people around him you know what I'm saying so I, I respect how he's kind of you know been moving or whatever he's the people can approach him and I think that as a mayor you should be like that shit here in Washington when he was the mayor my mom used to always tell me she's like here in Washington was the people's mayor you know everybody loved Harold. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. well, except for the the white aldermen that you know what I'm saying that that fought him on every goddamn thing. But the people, the community, they yeah. they love terrible. Yeah, we can see. Uh, I hear I hear a lot of good th- that uh, uh, the mayor's uh, personable and and you can talk to him. It's not like like you said, prayers like Rom or Lori or any other ones that uh came through. At least he listened to you, can talk to you. So that that I mean. I mean, I, what else can you say, Chris? What else can you say? He just, you know, he got four years, so he got four years to, to, to get in good and reshape uh, Chicago how, how how he seemed fit. So first, and to, your, and to your point though about that though, I mean, you got to think about it, right? The number one thing with any relationship is the ability to come in and listen, mm-hmm. and that's what he's doing. You know, because there's a lot of relationships that need to be repaired right now. I mean, I, I was joking about the Chicago Bears one, but that shit was at a point of like, <laughs> no, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was rough with the last administration, You're right? Yeah. So at least he got it to the point where they at least can have conversations with each other, and it's not contentious, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what you want, man. You you want the leadership to be leadership. When I think about somebody that's a leader, number one thing I want from my leader is someone that I can talk to, and they're listening to me, and that I feel heard. I don't think the people felt that way in previous regimes here, you know. So that's that's just the way I see it. No, I feel you. I mean, hey, that's one one good thing he got got going for him, man. So that, that's good, man, and that's good. that's good. So you know, we'll see what follows that, man. But uh, yes, sir. another thing, Jules, the, the, before we get into it, get into it, man. Rest in peace to DJ Casper, bro. Oh, dude, I heard right. Tough news, man. And, and this guy, right, man, he was a he was a real one, bro. He loved Chicago, but especially the South Side of Chicago to his core, man. And mm-hmm. uh, I got to run into him a lot of times because, you know, of course, him playing that song, he would always be the halftime entertainment at, at the various games that I'd be at. And the last time I saw him was at a Chicago Sky game. And he was in the back with his family. And, you know, one of my biggest thoughts about him or my biggest memory of him, Jules, was seeing him with his wife, seeing him with okay. his daughters, man. I was like sitting here like, man, I was thinking like, man. I want to be that one day, man, just the old cat, man, just around his family, surrounded by love, man. You could just tell he was, like, in his element. And I didn't even realize the man was even struggling or even battling cancer at the time. Because you couldn't tell. He was full of life. Oh, wow. Yeah, you know, I didn't know what he passed of. I didn't know he was, you know, battling with cancer. I just saw the 
man, I just saw the article and I was like, oh no. I said, man, my man, he be on every family reunion and wedding. Wedding, yep. <laughs> every sport everybody, event. <laughs> boy, when that beat come on and yep. that. everybody get on that dance floor and, you know, to the <laughs> left, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I had to clap it up for him real quick. But, man, to your point, though, Jules, I mean, he was everywhere. And did you know? So he, I did ask him. I said, hey, what was the the the, the genesis of the song? And he said it was meant to be an aerobic exercise for his nephew that worked at Bally's Fitness back in the day. And he mm, said the okay. WGCI got a hold of it, and he said the rest was history. And I, didn't, I, I was like, damn, that is so crazy that a song that you meant for an aerobics exercise, it's got it's going to be something that's going to live on for you know what I'm saying generation after generation. That song ain't going nowhere. No, oh no, that 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 thing is here when we go on press. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, it, it's a fun song. It's a fun. Prez, I got. Uh, I'm not a big dancer. I, <laughs> you know, I I just go out there and act a fool sometimes. But with out there, you can really dance to this song. You don't have to be a professional. You know what I'm saying? No, you don't. No, you just go out there and just listen to what he said and just have fun with it, it, man. And go do <laughs> man. it. Like like you like you said, Jules. Like this song is for people that are big beginners. You can go out there and not feel like you're making a fool of yourself. And, and, right. and, and I, you know what I always tell people, and you know this about me. Get out there and enjoy your life. Ain't nobody worried about like, oh man, this person ain't dancing to the beat. Ain't nobody paying attention to you. Just go out there <laughs> and live your life, dude. You're absolutely right. <laughs> because well, I'm gonna roast you if I see you sitting down. I'm gonna say, what the hell are you doing over there? Don't you cater here to just sit down and watch me, you creep? Stop watching me and get out here and dance. Yeah, you did mention something about somebody sitting down. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> like that shit, Jules. I hate that shit. I'm like, no, nah, we can't hit a party, dude. Yes, sir. You know how yes, I operate sir. now. Come on now. Come on now. Oh, man. So to your point, Jules, like that song right there, Timeless. It doesn't matter where I'm at. I hear that shit. I'm gonna start clapping. I'm mm -hmm. gonna start, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> doing all the steps. Man, come on, rest in peace, man. He was a real one, man. And I'm gonna leave the audience with just one like thing that he said to me that kind of stuck to me. The last time, like I said, I saw him at the Sky Game. I said, "Man, you could have went anywhere, man. Why, why, why'd you stay in Chicago?" And he said, "You know, Chicago's always home." And he said, "I see a potential in Chicago." that most people don't even see. He said, why would I move to L.A.? Why would I move to New York? Why would I move to Florida? He was like, this is home. He's like, brilliant people came from here. And he said, there's still more brilliance here. And he said, we can't lose sight of that. And that's some of the shit that I think about, Jules, when you and I are on our shows or just in my everyday life, man, when I come across people. Like just last week, I was in uh, in Indianapolis, and somebody was like, oh, um, you cover for the Bears. Oh, Chicago. Oh, man. Pretty rough, huh? And I looked at him, and I was like, not for me. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I mean, shit. I'm like, shit, shit happens everywhere as far as I'm concerned. I'm like, I told him, I said, I'm actually more concerned being here in Indianapolis than I am in Chicago. <laughs> mm. I said, at least I know my surroundings and Bears over there. I was like, I don't know nobody over here. Anybody could try to bust a move on me. So that is true. So that's what I try to tell people is like, listen, y'all gotta sometimes stop believing the media narratives because that's just dangerous and they get you fucked up. And we got too much division in the world. Shit, Jules, you saw that with the brawl that happened 
down in Alabama. Oh, prayers. That's been everywhere, man. That's been on social media, news, everything, man. I can't, I can't believe 2023, 2023, and we we had. I'm watching this. The whole world's watching this. It's a damn shame. I prayers. I I mean, the people are happy about. You know, some people are happy about the outcome of what happened. You know, after, but it's like. What you know? Who are y'all? Who are you? If the man tell you to move the boat, move the boat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We'll give you the right there. You can just park your little boat right there where you get a ferry. The ferry parks there. Right. Like who are you? Who are you to park the boat? And, and then, okay, so you park the boat there. Then you're blocking away. Just move the boat. No, you're gonna have to jump. It's five of y'all. Y'all jump the security guard. It's like what? I mean. And what are we doing? What are we right? I'm like, what? What is it? Why is this happening? And you know what, Jules? Real, real quick, it's like something that really bothered me about that situation is exactly what you, the, the road you're going down. Mm-hmm. The fact that you have this big ass riverboat here and they can't dock because these suckers, son of a bitches, parked that boat where they didn't belong. Right. And it's one of those situations that if that had been you or I with our boat, somebody would ask us to move. Oh yeah, my bad. They they said they only asked us to move it like two or three feet. They refused. That's correct, man. And then the part that really tripped me out, Jules, and you know from high school, you remember our buddy Woody, man, when he would see a fight unfair? Yes. What he did? Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Bird, he, he, he asked for them gloves. He went over there and, and helped and him he out, go, helped out. And he, and he go put some work in. Yeah. Same thing that we saw in this situation. Now, I'll tell you one thing, Jules. I'm not one to be going out here and starting no fights. But five on one, dude. Come on, and we think that shit cute out here. Uh, uh-uh. I, I was I was watching the video of my wife, and she asked me, "What would you have done if you had saw that?" I said, first of all, if I'm on that ferry, he gonna have to hold his own because I can't swim." I wasn't so like that one you dude. Been Aquaman swimming over there, huh? <laughs> dude, man, my man was swimming like he, like his life was dependent. He was like Michael Phelps out there. And he was swimming with shoes on, bro. Do you know how hard that is? I, I, no, but I bet you it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> that was impressive, bro. That was impressive. And we didn't, you know, the people that didn't back down, they said, no, no, that's bogus. As soon as that ferry dock, man, you saw the brothers and sisters come. They come skipping down to that little pontoon boat. Uh-huh. They come skipping like, yeah, okay. And then they wreck shop. Mm -hmm. They wreck Mm -hmm. shop, man. What do I always say, man? Now, I don't want people to sit here and think, oh, man, Jules and and Prince is over here encouraging violence. That ain't what we Uh said. But God damn it, I love the fact that we came together, man, because that is not fair, man. A guy getting, he trying to do his job. He's going to asking these guys if they can move the boat. And he gets attacked out of nowhere. That's some sucker shit, man. Mm Mm-hmm. And I would say, in the past, what you would have saw is people recording it and watching him get his ass beat. But no, not this time. No. Mm-mm. Now you, you caught my man cracking everybody. That's, hey, you caught my man cracking everybody with that chair. But... Hey, the folding chair man is a hero. He was fucking people up with that hey, man, chair. It was like, <laughs> hey, It was like a battle war from WWE, man. I'm like, 
Hey, people's getting thrown in the water and getting hit by chairs and just just a slobber knocker, as old uh, J.R. Ross be saying. <laughs> but you know what was interesting, Jules? So one of the, the 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 white guys that was on that boat, he recorded something on social media the next day. He was all beat up, eyes all fucked up, nose all built, busted up, mouth all busted up. He said, I guess we fucked around and found out. He's like, damn, I won't do that again. Hey, okay. We got to understand it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it shouldn't have pressed. It shouldn't have went there in the first place, Prince. Oh man, just move your boat. That's the that's the thing I'm not getting. If the man say, "Hey, listen, we got a this is where the ferry dock. We we got a ferry out there that these people need to dock. Mm-hmm. Just move the boat. Why? What's the problem? Right. Is it because he's black, or you, you guys are too drunk, or what? What? I don't, I don't know. Combination of the two, or yeah. you know what? Oh, another thing, white men don't like to be told no. Let's think about it. It's that entitlement. How dare you tell me I can't do something? What do you mean I have to move my boat? I'm not moving anything. I'm going to ignore you. Okay, we'll see what I got you. All right. <laughs> Next time you move the boat, right? Shit, them motherfuckers ain't even going to come to that dock again. No. Nah. <laughs> I, you know, it's man, it's it was bad to see. I was at the barbershop. My barber, man, he was he was one of the ones that were happy. You know, he said he said a lot of things I can repeat on the sure, show. But, but he 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 was happy. And I was just like, Yeah, you know, I, I'm glad we came together, came to this man's rescue to his defense. Because that that was bogus, man. That, that was a marked move what these guys had done. But man. I don't get 2023, man. We shouldn't be fighting like this. We shouldn't. Hey, hey, man, listen. If somebody said move the boat, just move the boat. Just move Move the boat, Jules. Move the boat. That's That's all. That's it. Listen to people when they tell you to do something. Because what, what, what I fear, Jules, is that when you see situations like this, it's problematic in the sense that it shows you how hair trigger we've become, right? That Something as 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 minor as move your boat turned into a melee like that. Right, right, right. That's a good point, Perez. And we talk about that on this show all the time about the divisiveness and all the mm-hmm. the shit that's going on in the world right now. That situation did not need to happen. It shouldn't have happened. And I hope that those individuals in that damn pontoon boat learned a lesson, because to me, they were not the victims in that situation. The way that they handled that shit, dude, come on, man. Jules, imagine if that had been you and I and our crew in that boot. And okay, fine. We might have had a couple drinks. Somebody had been like, hey, y'all need to move this boat. We'd have been like, oh, shit, shit, my bad. Yeah, I got you. Right, right away. My bad. That's it. Like, what happened to that? What happened to having regard? I'm I'm about to go in. I feel like as a society, man, we become very selfish. I travel a hell of a lot right now. I get so sick and tired of people acting like their time and what they have going on is more important than everybody else's time. People rushing to get on the plane. People trying to rush to get off the plane from the damn back of the plane. Wait your goddamn turn. Follow instructions. This is a lot of stuff that's going on right here, Jules, and it, it pisses me off, man, because people act like they're above the fucking rules. Dude. It's funny. It's crazy that you said that because I've been seeing stuff with on planes, just, just, it just, just, just everywhere, really, where things could be settled easily, but an 
but there's people who just want to handle things physically. And it's like, man, what, wait a minute, what is the, what society are we turning into? Uncivilized as fuck. Right. <laughs> I mean, like you say, because you brought up the plane. When when I wife and I go somewhere on the plane, hey, I, I sit in the back. I wait. I chill. You know, if somebody say, you know, if I if I can get a little gap in to get in, wife and I get in, cool. But other than that, man, I'm, you know me, Prez. I'm always on, you know, on mode like I'm watching people. So, you know, so right. I don't want any problems. So I, you know, yeah, yeah, just come on. You go ahead, go through, go through. But yeah, there are some people just just pop off and it's like, man, it's just a mistake or it's just a, you know, a misunderstanding or whatever. But people just some people just handle stuff physically. And, and, and that's what we see with this with, uh, with this uh, with this situation with the boat. Something that's simple just turned into just escalated, just went far right. And it's like at the end of the day, like my like dude said on the, on, on his post, I, I found out, didn't I? I mean, but it should never get that way. It should never oh. get there. No nah, man, and now you got that folded chair. That folded chair becoming a meme all over the damn <laughs> Oh man, he was cracking. Hey, I was like, God, dog. Yeah, you in trouble, but damn, <laughs> he wasn't fucking around, bro. He was not fucking around when he no. got that lady at the end with the folded chair. I ain't gonna lie to you, I fucking cackled, man. I fucking cackled. Uh, I, man, I was like, ooh, I, I was just like, I heard the sound, and I was just like, damn. Oh, I'm shit. like, oh, I know that hurt. Then I oh, looked over, I looked over in the corner, somebody getting thrown in the ocean. I'm like, what the? Fuck? <laughs> oh, oh boy, I wish I was there. <laughs> oh shit, dude. So you know what? So you, 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 so your wife asked you what you have done. So I'm assuming you would have gotten involved. Yeah, but you know what? The thing is, I went over there and um. Uh, Press, you know me, man. I'm not a fighter and nothing like that, man. I'll go over there like well, man, unless you, you have know. to. Unless you yeah. have to. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm I I'm gonna go over there, but I'm not throwing uh I'm not throwing any punches, not let somebody throw something at me. I'm I'm pretty much over there like, man, you know, what's up with this? Um, you guys ain't going nowhere because we we pressing charge. That's 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 where I'm at. Now are you saying it, that as a civilian or are you saying that as an officer? Uh, well, well, well both. Okay. Both. Because okay. Uh, you know, the only thing is I, I know I'm capable of. So yep. I'm just waiting on if somebody was to take it there physically, then I okay, I gotta do, I gotta do that. Yeah, exactly. But I'm going over there like I'm, I'm checking to see if my man is good. I'm like, all right, no, we pressing charge. These these cats ain't going nowhere. So that's how that's how I probably do it, man. But prayers, man. <laughs> hey, man, I'm I'm eager to see. I'm eager to hear which. Well, how about you, man? See, Jules, I'm not as uh, calm and diplomatic as you are. You know, you are a very measured man, and I've always respected that about you because of me, I am not that way. <laughs> the moment I would have saw that brother getting teamed up on, like, I was like, I would have been out there like Woody, bro. Jules, mm -hmm. give me my gloves. Here you go. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, because I think that, man, I know a lot of people aren't going to agree with what I'm going to say, and whatever, it's my opinion. I think that people learn lessons through situations like that, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Not saying that that's violence is the answer, but you don't you think that those guys are gonna think twice next time? Oh, dude, that's a game changer. Yeah. Every listen, time they see a every time they see a black to, person, they ain't they ain't they, they walking ain't around. No, oh, listen. Well, my grandma used to whoop that ass for the shit I used to do. You think I did that shit a second time? Mm -mm. No. No. That shit was the that was the attitude adjuster. 
<laughs> so, man. Mm-mm. I don't know, Jules, but that shit was interesting, man. Let's get into our listener letter before we like okay. kind of get into the nuts and bolts of the show. This okay. listener letter comes on for Sandra. And I know, audience, we've been gone for a month, and we were replying to y'all listener letters individually, so I'm sorry that some of y'all's listener letters didn't get on the show, but we still gave you answers. But, however, this one comes on for Sandra. And Sandra says, I have a confession to make, and I know I can count on both of you to give it to me straight. She said, I'm divorced, and I work as a corporate trainer. I'm 46 years old. I have a daughter and a granddaughter. She said, last fall, I was called to train staff at a leading tech company in California. However, one of the male trainees caught my attention, and he asked me for a business card before I left. He left me a message on my work cell phone and invited me to dinner. She said, I knew he was a bit younger than I was, but I was flattered, and I decided to go on a date with him. One thing led to another, shocking, mm. and the male trainer and I have been in the midst of an entanglement, as he has a girlfriend, mm. but we still meet up whenever I'm out on the West Coast. Now, she says, Jules, a part of me feels bad for what I'm doing, but the selfish side of me feels like I deserve some attention, as I do get lonely. My sister thinks I need to end this situationship, but I don't want to let things go. Am I selfish? What should I do? Oh, man. Sandra, Sandra. Mm. Well, <laughs> well, see, Press, it's, it's one of the things like, it, it's all, it's what you want. Do you want a relationship or do you just want, you know what I'm saying? Just want some companionship. So it's all about what, what you want. I mean, now you know this bro, you know this guy got a girlfriend. Basically, you like the side chick, maybe. It all depends what what where where he placed you at. But uh, so you know, there's nothing for right now. There's nothing uh t- tangible or nothing, you know, no quality here. It's just it is what it is. Now, if you're okay with the situation is now, then cool. Just just just. Be mindful. Have that in the back of your mind that he he do have a girlfriend. Not sure how tight that relationship is, but you are sharing. He, you know, he is with somebody else too. So, I mean, it all depends what you want. If you cool with the what you with the, uh, are you cool with? If you guys are cool with what you have now, then no, it's not not selfish. I mean, keep doing you. But right now, this is fun. You you guys hook up when when he's in town or you in town or whatever. And yeah, I I. It all depends what you can handle. That's, that's how I look at it, Press. I mean, Jules, I mean, for me, it's who am I to judge, Sandra? So, I mean, I, I'm humbled that you cared of our opinion. But at the end of the day, this is your life. I mean, mm-hmm. you divorced. I mean, you you ain't married or you ain't got no man or whatever right. like that. So, it's really on him. Now, mm-hmm. what I will say is be careful about getting your feelings in the mix, right? If you can separate exactly. your feelings and just kind of keep it what it is, right? Is that this is just a, you know, a physical thing. Right. And he got a woman, mm-hmm. fine. But if you start to feel like, man, you're starting to, like, catch feelings and you're starting to kind of get in too deep, that's when you know it might be time to get up out of there. Because, Press, you know she's going to catch feelings. Of course. It's only natural. Right. It's natural. So that's one of the things we're like, just be mindful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's cool mm-hmm. now. But then that time where you attach it and you want him to come by, he can't. Or you want to see him and you, you, you won't be able to. Mm-hmm. He's going to be with the other girl. And he'll say, hey, I can't. I'm with such and such. Then you're going to look at yourself in the mirror like, 
what am I doing? Right. And then you remember your place. Right. Because he ain't leaving that girl. Nah, if so, he would. He would. Yeah, what you talking about? They y'all already been doing this for like a year and some change. Come on, he ain't going nowhere. And think about this: he getting the best of both worlds. He getting this cake, you get too. Praise! I'm about to say, my man got it good. Come on now, and as men, that's what we do. I'm just gonna be honest with y'all. You allow us an opportunity like that, we ain't gonna be like, no, I'm this. This is not right. No, we gonna fucking take advantage of that shit. (laughs) This is not right. I can't do this anymore. I can't do this. This is not fair to you. Shit, that this man ain't gonna say that. That man gonna tear your walls down and then leave you in that wet spot in the bed and go back mm-hmm. about his business. And then he's gonna do the next to the other girl. And then who knows? It might be a fourth one. <laughs> well, I'll tell you one thing, Sandra. You ain't the only one. Let's just say that. <laughs> oh, Think about man. it. He he got this situation with her because she don't even live in his area. So anytime she come to the West Coast, they have right. right. You don't know how many people he got that type of thing with. And obviously, he might got a little swag to him because you're talking about how you noticed him and the man asking for the business card. He probably do that all the time. Yeah, and then, like I said, this cat young, so that dude, he humping everything. So it's like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> your sister is just looking out for you because she loves you and she know you. Mm-hmm. And she wants you getting something, getting hurt. Now, and, and if you ask pro- us. And the sister probably didn't see you catch a feelings. Right. Now, if you ask us, we, we, like you said, we're going to give it to you straight. Mm-hmm. Now, it's your life. You can do what you want to do. But like Perez said, you catching feelings, you need to end it. Yeah. I say you're not doing yourself any favors right. by continuing on any further mm-hmm. with this situation. The probability of this thing going somewhere, pretty slim to none. But, I mean, until then, if you if you good and you handle it, hey, by all means, do you. But as soon as you start, you know. Staying up at night and wonder what he's doing and texting and calling. <laughs> he ain't responding to me. <laughs> no. <laughs> you, know, send, send, you know, you send him a picture, you, you, you'll get nothing back. <laughs> when he start going ghost and disappearing on her. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. All right, so we have not been on the show in a while. So speaking of disappearing and going ghost, Carly Russell, Jules, I'm sorry, but oh. that situation there, when it first happened, man, I was sitting over here going through a thing, talking about some, this is fucked up. I was like, they don't sit here, they don't give black women when they disappear or when things happen, they don't give them the media attention. They could be doing more. Want, want. And this thing was a hoax. Uh, yeah, Sandra better be careful. She, she'll do one of them moves. <laughs> but, but, Damn. Hey, but Prez, I'm sitting up here like, wh- what was this for? To get some attention from the boyfriend. Yeah, but I mean, this you can come up with a better a better plan. Mm-hmm. And, and at mean, least not do them searches on your damn phone. Right. You get searches on the phone about you know how to get away with things or or misses or something like that or whatever. Well, know. she she started uh, she started googling taking the movie. Yeah, take right, right. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, you see a you see a three a baby on the e-way. And then you get snatched. Nothing about the three-year-old. Then you come walking home. They said when she came home, she was not responsible, but she was breathing. I'm like, this chick, boy, she deserved an Oscar. <laughs> what are you doing out here? Then you got the boyfriend out here posted on social media talking about how, oh, my God, I'm so glad that she's back and Mm-mm. she needs space and time because she's been through a whole ordeal. 
Yeah, and okay. then it come out that she fucking made a fool out of him and her family and everybody else. And see, Jules, yeah. this pisses me off because it takes away from the cause. Because this really is an issue that happens. We talked about the 51 women here in Chicago right. that were murdered. Nothing right. to fucking do with their case, cold cases. We see mm -hmm. where black women are being kidnapped and, and all kinds of shit where people don't keep that same energy towards them. Mm -hmm. And then Carly Russell takes advantage of that. See, man, see, that's the type of shit that I be talking about, man. It's like, we want people to sit here and care about us, but we are our worst enemies sometimes. Yeah. You uh, don't play with something like that, man. No, because it was, when that came out, I was like, oh my God. You know, I'm like, who the hell want to kidnap? I'm like, a, a, a woman a woman and a three-year-old? Yeah, I'm like, shit, I wouldn't be interested in either, personally. <laughs> Send both their asses back. Especially that goddamn three-year-old. All you going to do is cry and fucking complain about he hungry. Fuck, I'm kidnapping oh, a three-year-old for. Well, you're a fool. Well, yeah, you're right, though. You're right. Hey, you see that mugshot? She, hey, there's something wrong with that lady. Oh, she crazy. It's I, saw her her I saw it in her damn picture. This lady crazy as hell. <laughs> she said, I'm sorry. <laughs> said, I'm sorry. I, I saw that. I said, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The elevator will go all the way up on this one. No, she cuckoo <laughs> for Cocoa Puffs, bro. Oh, man. This chick sat up here and fucking got a room with the rare roof in. It was chilling three miles away. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you one thing. She need to. <laughs> she needs to do some better, you know, <laughs> better, like, like, like strategy. If you go do something like that, you could have, you know, done it better. But I'm glad, I'm glad she didn't go as far as something, somebody really could have got hurt and this and that. But, but Carly and people and have a mind of doing something like that to get back at your ex or whatever. Don't just, just have a conversation with the person. Right. Or leave it alone. But to pull a stunt like that, no, now you now your ass get charged. For what? Mm -hmm. It ain't worth it. I mean, we seen it here with Jesse Smollett. Like, it's like, man, people just got to stop with these fucking things for attention. Man, if you really need some attention from your partner, and I'm not just saying this about women, but in this right. case, it's a woman. Right. Throw on something sexy and go fucking surprise him in his house. Yeah. Come on now. Hey, Press, you talking good. I'm just trying to tell you. You get all the attention you want from me, lady. You ain't got to go disappear. Talking, you talking good over there. I'll Man, disappear something on. off in you. You come over here showing up like that now. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, that's like a, like a boomerang. When Robin Gibbons came over, Eddie Murphy's spot. With nothing See? but a trench coat on. Right. And he was, like, you, he was like, you just got some jaws on right there. <laughs> mm. Oh, man. So, Carly... I hope you're getting the help that you need, and I'm not trying mm -hmm. to make jokes about her. Right. Obviously, something's going on with this young woman. The boyfriend's out here. He kind of clowning her on social media because she made him look like a damn fool. I feel bad for the parents. You don't put your parents through some ordeal like that. No. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. ain't right, man. Mm-mm. It's too much shit going on out here in these streets, man, to be playing like that, bro. No. No, you're absolutely right, Perez. I, I, I'm glad... She's okay, and I'm glad that, that this is just a hoax, that nobody took this woman in through you because you got, I mean, you got people, the attorney, the, the uh, FBI was on the case, and, you know, state and local, and just 
I mean, just all over. Then the family members, you scaring them half to death. And then you got people like us just hearing the story and be like, oh, man, this is messed up. Who wanted to kidnap someone? And then we found this out. Then it's like, man, come on. So, yeah, man, don't, don't, don't do that, man. Don't do that. It's, you don't need to. And you got to think about it. This is a small-ass town, too. She, she had that whole town in uproar. Right. Everybody was looking for her. It's fucked up, man. It really yeah. is. It yeah. really is. No, and then, cool. and then she had her lawyer <laughs> do the talking for. She still ain't made no damn public statement. Well, she can't. I, I mean, only thing she couldn't, only thing she can't own up to it and say I apologize. But that's what well, I'm saying. Has she issued an apology? Or yeah, I'm not sure. I haven't heard. Yeah, I haven't heard. Yeah. I mean, this is the time. If you want to hear anything from us, uh, Carly from Presley. You're a grown woman. Be a woman. Be a woman enough to say, you know what? I have did. I have done some dumbass shit, and I really apologize. And it will never happen again. You know, some just come, just come clean with it, man, bro. Because there's so many crimes going on against women, and you don't need to fabricate them. Because I mean, you see Tory Lanez getting sentenced to ten years, Jules. Mm. We talked about that previously on the show. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Okay, now I got to ask you, Jules. What were your thoughts when you saw the 10 years you handed down? I wasn't surprised. Okay. I wasn't surprised because not only, I mean, that was another dumbass shit too. Not, not only that. Unnecessary, right? It Right. It didn't, witnesses wasn't, witnesses wasn't coming to court. Uh, Pretty much tried to, tried to tell the, tell another witness not to show up or whatever the case may be. You know, all the signs pointed to to uh, Tory have done Yo. it. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like this is this is another one. Like, guys, you, you guys, you guys are, are rap stars. You're in the line, like making this money. Why? You tell the girl to dance and start shooting like you in the damn movie. Yeah, what he thought a, he was? What's he snipes? Right, on, you hit a and you hit a foot. Yep. Shot the pinky toe. And it's like... You stupid. And it's like, why? But then, Prez, I'm looking at the culture. And how many times you look into social media or, or the news or whatever, and you see another rapper getting charged with murder or mm -hmm. another rapper who's dying, who yep. get killed. Mm -hmm. And it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Prez, we didn't grow up in this stuff. Yeah, there well, was we, well, we, well, we kind of did because with Biggie and Pac and all oh, that. Oh, right, right. But, that was the right. But that those was, those were the those were the extremes. Right, those were the yeah. extremes. Yeah. But when we was coming up with LL and Run DMC and and, oh, and, and KSR one, you know, and then when it transitioned to gangster rap, okay, it, it was on wax. It was on. It was you know they was battling on on wax. Like, Cuban but then mm -hmm. right, yeah. But then, like you say, Biggie and Pac, that was the oh wait a minute. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. What, what, what we happened? doing? <laughs> but then nothing from, nothing, after that, it was like, okay. This it was kind of quiet you. for a while, yeah. Now, yeah. you get these, you get drill rap. You, you get rappers who's 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 rapping about another rapper who's dead already. You got yeah, cats going they, to the... They, they be talking about they gonna take a piss on the person's grave yeah. and, and I'm a smoker, I'm a smoker pack to you dying. I'm like, what the fuck kind of shit is this? Right. So I'm like, what is up with this this rap culture, man? I 
I don't like it. I don't I don't listen to it, Tori. I don't listen to any of this stuff. I probably heard something just in the store or or at the gym or something. I don't know what it is. And and a lot of these cats got talent. But I I'm the, I don't like I don't like what they what they rapping about, you know. So so Tori, he was decent, you know what I'm saying? But he, you know, I mean, when I look at the music now, there's no creativity to it. I mean, it all sounds the same. So I'm like, he, you know, ain't no different than anybody else's out there putting out music, you know. But you brought up a hell of a point when it comes to this drill rapping thing. And I got a message to the younger community that's listening to this show. I know you all think that the stuff is cute. I know that you guys kind of glamorize some of the stuff that's going on. But when you think about King Von and the news and stuff that's come up about him since he's passed on, think about the lives that he allegedly took. And think about how he went down. See, what you do in this world, it comes back to fucking haunt you. And if it don't get you, it's going to get somebody that you care about, your family, your mama, your brothers and sisters, friends. And that's what people don't realize, man. They be on these records talking crazy. Meanwhile, people know where your mama live. So just think about those type of things when you out here moving a certain kind of way. Mm -hmm. Think that sometimes it may not get back to you directly, but people know how to hurt you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right, Perez, because if they can't come at you, they're coming after your loved one, your family member, your mm -hmm, friend. It's, 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 it's a different – it's it's different out here, man. There There's used no, to be a cold. There used to be a right. cold. I was just about to say that. Children. Right. People left them alone, Jules. No, not anymore, man. Everything goes. There's no discipline. There's no discipline. Everything goes, and it's sad. Like you say, going to that person's graveside, or I did that, or I talked about – it's it's no. This isn't that no, we we come too far and too long, too much, suffered so much and uh, and gave up so we can have the freedoms that we can have now for my ancestors to 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 end it like this. You know what I'm saying? This ain't this ain't this ain't smooth whatsoever. We're not we're doing a disservice to all the right. hard work and efforts that they put in, Jules. That's a phenomenal fucking point, man. All the protests, all the fucking the sit-downs, man. Mm -hmm. Taking those fucking ass whoopings. Having mm -hmm. dogs sucked on you. Right. Water. Treat it like fucking less than fucking a human person. For us to now in this time, when we have all these rights to a degree, but not right. taking advantage of opportunities by playing into the hands of the oppressor? Right. This is what they want you to do. And you doing it. Mm -hmm. People don't have to lift a hand if you fucking are being the one that's being detrimental to yourself. And what I always say, Jules, is the first thing that I talk to about, the first thing that I talk to the young generation about in the program is knowledge of self. When you have knowledge of self, true knowledge of self, you have pride in who you are. You have pride mm -hmm. in the road to where you are as a black man or black woman. Then you carry that shit a little bit different. You're not out here chasing clout. You're not out here on that bullshit. And I think that a lot of us, man, we need to strive to understand who we are and where we come from. A lot of us don't know, man. A lot of us are walking around this world blind. We're walking around this world every day like it's a fucking accident. And that's not the way that this world is, man. Time is passing by. Jules and I haven't done this show in a month. Do you know how much shit happened in our lives in that last month? Time don't stop for nobody. And what do we always say, Jules, you blink a couple times. Next thing you know, you're like, holy shit, 2022 is done. Man. This year, 
I feel like just yesterday we was over here talking about Happy New Year. It's August now. Man, we, yeah, we're gonna be talking about some Happy New Year's <laughs> next we week. We're talking about Merry Christmas soon. Right. Man. But oh, the point man. of the point of me saying that though is that we gotta stop letting life pass us by and we're not taking advantage of our opportunities. We're not taking like there's so much information is out here, man, at our disposal that most of us don't even bother mm-hmm. to try to even explore things. Jules, I'll ask kids questions like very simply. Who's James Baldwin? They don't even fucking know. Mm. There's no excuse for that. Damn. That's sad. We That's had an sad. excuse. We didn't have a goddamn internet. Right. Yeah. Prez, what we were talking about, man, it's scary to even hear and sit here and listen to this because it's like, Man, we, we're going backwards here. We're going backwards here. And we have a lot of migrants coming over in this country. They're in these black neighborhoods. They're getting all these resources. They're getting put up in these, these five-star hotels, and they're waiting to get work vouchers so they can work and take, take jobs from who? We we can't get fall we can't fall into this trap into this this scheme this this plot where we can't we can't you know with with thirteen percent of the population and with all this 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 murder and senseless violence and stuff and and and, and more uh, immigrants coming over here we, we we won't have a voice trying to you know trying to find a job you're gonna have to be the best of the best to even get a to get a job. Because these people that's coming over here, even though some of them not going to work and want the handouts, it's some over here going to take advantage of this opportunity. So I think I think a, a, a large majority, I do think mm. they, they will. I mean, you got to mm-hmm. think about, and I'm not trying to like single out any uh, specific, you know, race of people, but right, I feel like right. our Hispanic community, a lot of them, they came over here for a better opportunity. And mm-hmm. if you look at them, the way that they're set up, a lot of times they're better off than we are. Sometimes right. people that come from other countries and whatnot, they have grants and they have different programs that help them get on their feet. But at the same time, what I do notice with a lot of them is they're willing to do the jobs that some other people that are U.S. citizens don't want to do. They right. do the jobs that people feel like are kind of beneath them. They'll do those jobs, 10 exit, build a business, put their family on. And so I'm, my biggest thing for us and our people is, like we always see on this show, building our own table so that way we have our own table so we're not looking for somebody else to provide something for us we're providing it for ourselves right the thing that i'm trying to do with chicago state of mind jules black owned media platform i'm trying to put us on i'm trying to put us in these rooms that means something to me but we have to really think about what other races and what other cultures are doing and we need to be doing that see the problem in our community is not the things that people talk about the problem in our community is that we compete against each other instead of working and building with each other. Dude, that's it there. That's it there. Because like you said, everybody else is working together. 100%. Everybody else working together. You, you, like a lot of them stay in one house. But Jules, but, where do they set up shop at? And the shop, they set up shop in the black neighborhoods. So my thing is, we will give our money to everybody mm-hmm. except for each other. Mm-hmm. You're right. We don't even support our own black-owned businesses. 
And Jules, you know this. How many times in our group chat am I always sending links over to a Black-owned business that maybe you guys might not be familiar with? Right. Because I'm always the type of person, I'm like, I'd rather give my money to these people that are trying to come up than this fucking other place over here that probably don't even respect me. And we talk about it in the show all the time. It doesn't take much for the for the Black dollar to leave this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It don't take long. I think I think six hours, hours. if I can remember. <laughs> yeah, hours. Right. It's, 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 and we keep, and we can't keep going on like this. Yeah. I mean, it's going to get worse. I mean, okay, Jules, now thinking about what's going on now with the, the right to vote, which is what we were talking about on the show okay. for today, right? Mm-hmm. And if you look at all the different laws that some of these various states are trying to pass right now, what are these laws designed to do? It's designed to stifle us, to make it difficult for us to express our opinion. So you couple that with the things that we talked about a second ago. What do you think the people are doing, man? This shit is designed a certain fucking way. And that's why we got to wake up. We got to work together, man. And I just don't see enough of that, bro. I really don't. You have literally government right now that's trying to take away our rights. And people ain't talking about that. They too busy talking about Lizzo. Well, it's all smoke and mirrors. That's what I'm trying to tell you. It's all smoke and mirrors. Stop being get distracted you. away from right. the shit that don't fucking really matter at the end of the right. day. Who cares? I mean, there's there's some people that have been affected with, by that. You know, say, we, you know, that's messed and, up and, and, and I'll and handle I, that. And, I don't, and that's a fair point, Jules. And I, I don't want to minimize that. However, right. in the grand scheme of things, though. Right, right. Come on. We talking about putting things in, in perspective here. Like, I, y'all gonna y'all can handle that. That's civil stuff. Y'all handle that. But talking about as a as a as a generation as a whole, you know this it, you know this is more you know important you know important. Look listen, as far as the voting, we you know this is nothing that we haven't seen or uh, we haven't dealt with. Our people in, in general haven't dealt with. But they're I mean, trying they to bring it back though, bro. Right, they're trying to bring it back, which is how how you know what I'm saying. How is some of them, you know, you you, you, you can't bring food and, and yep. water to the, it's like, who, like, who cares? Like, can't why is that a problem? A, can't, can't bring a chair to sit down. Can't bring, why is that a problem? But we, I mean, we know why. Mm-hmm. But how, again, with the, with the whole fighting stuff, in 2023, why is this even a issue? You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, you want people to come out and vote, but you want your man or your woman or whatever case, maybe whoever running. You want this person to win and stuff. So some people in some some uh, Congress people in some states want to, you know, change the rules of the game and stuff so they can get that person in there. But you know what, though, press, it ain't gonna work. I, I feel I feel people gonna look at this like, oh no, we 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 gonna come out and vote. You get mail in votes. You know, what I'm saying people can come in. Where hey, look, if if I can't have food or water or chair. That's okay. If I need identification, if I need a social security card or whatever, I'm going to make sure I have it because you know what? We're we going to vote. We're going to vote. You have to. You know what, Jules? This is something that was really instilled in me as a kid. I bet it was the same for you as well. My grandmother took voting very seriously, took yes. pride in it, and you know why she did. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I passed out. Now, what I will say to you is it's disheartening when I see how the black community and the Latino community as well, have we been able to impact elections because we've been able to withstand being in lines for hours. People are bringing donations of food and water 
mm-hmm. to stave off people just being there for hours, not being able to vote, right? But now you're trying to take that away. Now you're trying to say if the line is longer than 30 minutes, you got to come back later. The fuck kind of shit is that? No. Right. You're trying to deter people from voting. That's all. And my thing is, we know why. Now, people don't want to call this shit what it is. Now, Trump tried to sit up here and overturn a fucking election, man. And then people got distracted once again, Jules. Because mm-hmm. instead of talking about what he did, what they ended up talking about. What happened to the Capitol building? Yeah, they're talking about what they had, the, the, the coup, the insurrection, or, you know, however you want to, you want to title it. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Hell, they still... T- <laughs> hey, hey, I know one thing. Boy, they hammering Trump, ain't they? Oh, they go. You know what, Jules? They want to make sure that this man does not get a chance to fucking run again. They doing Dude. everything in their power, bro. My man been up in, in and out of court, ain't it? Mm-hmm. They're not playing with him. And this is on party. They like, no, uh uh-uh, fuck this dude. Uh-uh. No, they, I, they, I think they throwing it. I think they back at DeSantis, I think. And that motherfucker, he's a piece of shit too. <laughs> but I think you're right though. I think that is the guy that they're trying to push. Yeah. But, they the, stuff push that, but the stuff that DeSantis is doing, and we talked about it briefly on the show, let's talk about slavery and how it wasn't really that big of a deal. I'm sitting up here like, bro, what? Man. What? I'm like you, you telling yourself that shit because you try to keep that shit from being in the schools in Florida. No matter how much they want to whitewash shit, Jules, it don't change what happened. Exactly. That's why I'm sitting here. Don't get. I'm scratching my head. Like you can't hide this stuff. No nah, man, it's out. It's out here. Now you probably could have hide it when we was in school, prayers. because well, we did. didn't have. We were close. What they did, matter of fact, right? You're right. Because we didn't have the technology that, that kids have now. But nowadays, man, come on, man. You might as well tell the story. Just tell the story. Just, it's history. Tell the story. Don't fight it. You know, I I probably can get where, you know, it's it's I I, I get it's ugly. It's a it's a bad mark of America during that time. I, I get it. But listen, it's history. You know, you gotta tell it tell it like it is. But you know, you still get people, you know, want to run for this office, run for this seat of the United States of America, president of the United States of America. And you sit up here talking about, you know, it wasn't that bad. And I was like, damn, who's that? Kanye West over there? Like, what? Yeah, like, what are we talking about, bro? You <laughs> what, how? Be, and you want to be the president talking like that? Right. How are you the president for all people? You're not just for whites or, or whatever the case may be. Right. You're president of the United party. States of America. Yeah, for all of the United States of America. Right. It's not that bad. Oh, man. (laughs) And, Jules, you brought up a really good point about how you talked about how the things that they're trying to do today, modern day, are no different than what they did in the past when the Ku Klux Klan used to intimidate black voters. My grandmother used to tell me stories about her father and and mother would be intimidated when they would try to go vote. And this is why, as a black person, why you have to go out there and vote even more so when you hear stories about that. Like, yeah, I don't give a shit how busy you are. Mm-hmm. Like, have mm-hmm. pride in the fact that your ancestors literally could have, you know, in a lot of cases, Jules, they were injured, some lost their lives to simply vote. And that's why right. this shit is so important, Jules. But what you say right now, I vote because our ancestors died so we could have the right to vote. So I vote every 
election. I think I'm out of be how do you have to be the vote? 18? Yes. Um uh, I may only miss one. And that's probably the, the preliminaries. Once. And I'm damn near 50. Hmm. So I, I like you said, we take this serious because people have died so we can have this opportunity. And we want to tell people who's listening to this show, no matter what they throw at you, you still go out there and vote. Mm-hmm. If you if you need ID, get an ID. If you need signature, if your signature don't match or something, make sure you whatever you have to do, match the signature, get the ID, make sure you eat, make sure you get plenty of water. If not, call somebody up and like do like a marathon. Run up to you, grab a cup and drink it and keep going. That's right. Uh-huh. But you do what you gotta do to vote because you know why? Because our ancestors did what they had to do. Do they did what they have to do to go vote. They marched. Martin Luther King down in Selma. And that's all for voting. Mm-hmm. That bloody Sunday. They they took a they took a beating. They had people who come in, freedom fighters who come in, people dying to to help them to vote because they saw the destruction and the mayhem and how they treated uh, black people to vote, who just wanted to vote, sicking horses and beating them and tear gas them and beating them with billy clubs and women and children and men, you know? So if they can withstand that, you can withstand some signatures, some food, some water, some chairs and stuff. So you, you, you people make sure y'all, y'all go out there and vote. Don't, don't have them, you know, you know, try to discourage you with this. All right, this ain't nothing. What, what I have to do? All right, I'll be there and vote. And then on top of that, because Jules well fucking said, on top of that, though, pay attention to the laws that are being passed. Pay attention when these guys are going and trying to do stuff sneakily. Because if you don't pay attention to this shit, man, every day they're passing some sort of law that's taking away our rights. Don't be distracted from the bullshit, which is what I was talking about. And I didn't mean to just pick on Lizzo, but just that's an example of something big that's going on. Well, we're being distracted by shit like that. Meanwhile, they're passing laws like this that are so problematic. And you know it's for a greater purpose of why they're doing that. Why do you think that they want to go after your rights to vote? Why Why is that? Why would they do that? Why do they want to make it harder for you to register to vote? Why do they want to make it harder for you to cast their vote? That's what we need to be thinking about. Let's stop focusing on the bullshit and focus on the real shit, man. I'm just, for me, Jules, it's just like, it's just tough to see, man, because... It's an easy decision for me. I'm going to go out there and do whatever I got to do. And to your point, mail in your ballot if you don't want to deal with all that. There's solutions. Let's just pay attention to what's going on out here and not be walking around blind. Like Jules and I said earlier, our young generation, we need you all to do better. Like, I feel like you guys have the potential to be greater than Jules and I generation. You guys have it in you. Go do it. Jules, going to hit him with that curtain call, bro. Perez, this current call goes out to True Star Media. True Star Media empowers youth as journalists, reporters, creatives, videographers, marketers, and brand strategists. As they work alongside the industry professionals, STEM was founded 14 years ago, and the organization has provided on-the-job training for more than 10,000 Chicago youth. True Star Media, Perez Knight, and Pulling Back the Curtain podcast family, salute you, and we appreciate all your hard work. Hey, Jules, thanks for that curtain call. And, man, shout out to True Star. A couple there journalists um i have gotten a chance to, to get to know covering various events across the city so i mean they're doing phenomenal work helping make sure that people of color can be in some of those rooms that we always talk about on the show as always we appreciate your continued support of the platform without you 
we wouldn't be. We're the Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast. Thanks for listening.